9.55 p.m. April 9th. I got a new look. Everybody probably see the new look. New Wave Podcast. Looked at the comments last night. It was interesting. Checked everything out. You know what I'm saying? Mixed reviews. On the music game. On the coronavirus. Everybody's real uptight about that. Um, looking at my notes right now. We're going we gonna to talk about something lighter. We're going to talk about these podcasters. And how they're using their platform. If they're using it like responsibly. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of these guys out here that. They want to be tough. They want to be the macho type. They want to run around on the podcast and talk all this gossipy, gossipy girl shit. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Shout out to everybody that tuned in last night. I looked at the analytics. About three people from South Carolina. Three new viewers, listeners, not on Instagram. Three new listeners from South Carolina. Appreciate y'all. Leave a comment, leave a voicemail, something so I can hear you. Let me hear your voice. Let me know what you. Let me know how you feel. Let me know what we should be talking about. We gonna talk about the podcasters, albums to quarantine with. What have you been listening to? Every now and then, what's running through your podcast, through your um, through your iPod or your um, Apple Music or your. Oh, yeah, Alexa device, your Siri. What, what music do you got blasting? Are you outside? Are you sitting in your little space where you sit at? Or where you got your headphones on? What you listening to? What you quarantined for? You know, we're going to get into that. Takashi 69 We're going to talk about him briefly. We're not going to give him too much energy. We're going to talk briefly about him. He's home. Supposed to be doing two years in prison, federal penitentiary. He found a way to get out of jail. He had asthma. He was afraid he was going to die in jail. Even though he was going to be coming home in August, they let him go now. Was it all in the cards? Or, you know what I mean? How, how, what, what do you feel about this? Um, NBA matchups, we got. No basketball, but we're going to talk about matchups. Damian Lillard, big game Dame, versus James Harden. Damian Lillard versus James Harden. Who are you guys running with as I send out these invites to people? And I'll be right with you guys in a second. Let me get a lot of these invites going out. Get people involved. Certain people who I um, mess with. Get them all involved in what's happening. You know? 
How do y'all feel about that? The music you quarantining with, Takashi 69 Damian Lillard versus James Harden, and these new podcasters. What's the deal with the new podcasters? How do y'all feel about the new podcast movement? You know what I'm saying? Simple, simple stuff. I sent out a couple of invitations. So we're going to get right into it in a couple of minutes. Drinking my teleport, my teleport wine. And we're going to get right into it. So, um, I'm talking to somebody, I'm talking to my brother earlier today. Me and my brother had a conversation. We're talking basketball. So I'm like, man, I'm like, yo, I miss basketball so much. I, I would love to watch some basketball, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you can't, you know, we can't watch it. No basketball. Basketball's not even on. So I'm so we, we discussing matchups and I'm talking about Damian Lillard and James Harden came to mind. Damian Lillard and James Harden came to mind. Now when I hear when I when I like Damian Lillard, I love his game. I, I'm not a big fan of James Harden, even though James Harden is a phenomenal scorer. He can score. He can score. He has a handle. But I think James Harden also has a cheat code. And his cheat code is the refs. The refs are his cheat code. You know, James Harden uses the refs to his advantage. The refs will never call traveling on James Harden. James Harden clearly is a traveler. He takes at least four steps. Three steps. Plus one. He takes three plus one. You know, so when I'm talking about James Harden, you know, James Harden, like, like I said, he's a phenomenal scorer. But I don't think he's that guy. I, I don't think he's that guy. I really don't think he's that guy. James Harden can give you 50. But like I said, James Harden has a cheat code. So when you compare guys like James Harden to Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard has to work extra hard for his buckets. Big game Dane has to work extra hard, if not extra, extra hard for his buckets. So, you know what I'm saying? When you see Damian Lillard playing basketball, those buckets don't come easy as it looks. He's small. He's linky. He's tough. But he's not, like, Harden is only good at scoring. Shout out to my man Wayne. He just popped in on an Instagram live. So Harden is only good at scoring. Like I'm saying, Damian Lillard works for his points. So if you compare Damian Lillard to James Harden, it's easy to say James Harden is better. 
But you got to factor in James Harden has a cheat code. The rest never call travel on him. And he takes, like I said, four steps, three plus one. He takes four steps almost every time. That little side step, step thing he does, that's a travel. The NBA just accepted it. The NBA accepted him doing it because it looks good. Some of the refs are sitting there with the whistle in their mouth just watching. They don't even care. They just want to see the game. They're just happy to be watching the game. So the game is called different. Now, let Damian Lillard do something crazy like five, four steps to the hole. They're going to call him. They're going to call traveling on him. They're going to call traveling on Dame. Now, what I also wanted to get into was the stats. See, because everybody's going to get into stats. Because like I said last night, it's a numbers game, right? The NBA has become a numbers game. Even dudes that don't know the game throw numbers in the game, in the conversation. Everybody thinks they're fucking Stephen A. Smith. So now we're going to go over the stats. But stats don't make you better. But let's just go through the stats. James Harden has a 10-year NBA career. Damian Lillard has a seven-year NBA career. Damian Lillard has been snubbed multiple times for the All-Star game. That's a fact. So now let's get into it. James Harden, out of 10 years, he's an eight-time All-Star. He's a two-time scoring champ. He's an MVP, 2017-2018. He's an all he's on an all rookie team, 09 and 09 in 2010. He's a six-time all NBA play, all NBA player, six-time all NBA. He's the sixth man, 2011-2012. He was sixth man of the year. But does that make him better than Damian Lillard? Would you rather have James Harden or Damian Lillard? And Damian Lillard shut them Houston Rockets down with James Harden. We've seen the buzzer beaters. We've seen it. He cooked these bulls. Now, now some people might be thinking about the supporting cast. Damian Lillard never had a supporting cast that was able to hold weight. But they got the job done. So if you match up Damian Lillard, see, we got cheated out of an NBA season. Because him and McCullum and Carmelo and all them boys was, was, was hooping. And you see James Harden with the small ball with Russell Westbrook, they was hooping also. But Houston, but Houston wasn't, wasn't taking it to Portland like that. You know, James Harden would never guard Damian Lillard. Instead, they would play zone. They would play around him. They would guard, they would play basketball around him, defense around him. They would throw multiple looks at him because he's hard to guard. He's hard to guard. He's not easy. It's not easy guarding that kid. That kid is a fucking monster. You know, he's a monster. And he works hard, like I said. 
So now let's get into the um let's get into the um to Damian Lillard's numbers. Damian Lillard is five time NBA All Star. Mind you, he's been in the league seven years. He's he's some of them times he was an all star is because they gave it to him because somebody was hurt. You know he's never really like looked at as an all star, but he's a he's a he's a fucking monster. Then you got he's a four time All NBA. He's a rookie of the year two thousand twelve two thousand thirteen, and he's all rookie. Those are his. Those are his. Those are his his attributes in the NBA. That's what he's done. That's what he's done. As far as numbers go, their numbers are similar. Their numbers are the same almost. Um, Damian Lillard, 24.9 points per game. James Harden, 25.1 points per game. 4.3 rebounds for Dame, 5.3 for, for James. 7.8 assists, 6.3 assists for James Harden. It's similar. But in my personal opinion, I think Damian Lillard is better than James Harden. I think that I would draft Damian Lillard over James Harden any day. You know, James Harden is a ball hog. That's a fact. He doesn't play defense. He doesn't give it you. He doesn't give you his all when the game's on the line. Let's give you a scenario. Game seven. Rockets down one. Harden with the ball. Harden with the ball. Harden dribbles. Harden dribbles. Harden dribbles. This is what the announcer is going to be saying. Harden dribbles left. Harden dribbles right. Jab step. Step back. Shoot. And he misses. That's, that's James Harden in a game seven. Down one. You get a ball to big game Dame. Down one. Game seven. Dame going to clear that shit out. He going to dribble the ball. He going to say clear it out. We seen this before. We seen this before. Move that way. Go that way. Under the rim. So if it miss you, if it come off, you grab the board. Dame going to pull up from the bubble. From the logo. And he gonna nail that shot. There's no doubt about it. You want him shooting that. With three hands in his face. Shoot that ball. James Harden ain't shooting that ball and making it. Russell Westbrook not shooting that ball and making it. So I mean I I would take Dame Damian Lillard. I'm definitely taking Damian Lillard over James Harden. Damian Lillard over James Harden. That's the, that's that was the topic. That was the segment for right now. Damian Lillard versus James Harden. Every day we're gonna be throwing matchups and we're gonna compare players and we're gonna see who's who and who has the upper hand and um, we're gonna analyze it from uh, from our perspective. You know, because I'm pretty sure a professional like Stephen A. Smith might say James Harden. Or Max Kellerman, 
might say James Harden. But I'm going to sit here and tell you right now. James Harden is not that dude for the simple fact that, like I told you guys, he has a cheat code where the refs can watch him travel and sit there with the whistle in their mouth and won't even blow it. They'll just look at him. You know, it's just it's just like they don't get the same calls. You know, Dame don't get the respect James Harden gets. You know, like I said, he has to fight for his shit. He has to earn his respect in that league still. And he's been in that league seven years, and he's still fighting for his respect. He's battling day in and day out. So this shortened season kind of hurt. Because I would have loved to see them Bulls cook them guys in the playoffs if they would have played. If they would have played, I would have loved. That's one matchup I like seeing. I like seeing Damian Lillard go against guys like Russell Westbrook. Because he shuts Westbrook goddamn mouth. Harden, he shuts Harden down. It's hard to shut James Harden down, though. Because I ain't, I'm not, 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 not one time that I shit on him. I just said he got a cheat code. He got a mean, he got a mean handle. Harden to mix you up. He'll put you in the blender. He'll put you in a blender for real. Like, he'll spin you. He'll step back, wait, call you, and shoot the three. But that's during the game. Now, I'm talking about at the end of the game, game seven, with the game on the line, will he do that? Nah, he won't do that. He'll sit there and dribble your head. He'll dribble you tired. Then shoot, try to draw the foul. He'll flop, do whatever. And that's what, that's what it is. You know, shout out to the NBA, man. We need the NBA back, man. You see what I'm saying? We really need the NBA back. We need this whole coronavirus thing to just end. We need this NBA. We need we need some games. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's I don't think it's like like them motherfuckers should just play like I don't know what they should do, but I don't got the answers to that shit. But you know, they need to bring the NBA back. We need to figure out this whole situation. Um, we gonna move on. Um, I was talking about. I'm going. I'm going through my list backwards now because I started talking about Damian Lillard. We gonna get. We gonna talk about this kid, um, Takashi Six Nine. He just came home recently, a couple of days ago, a few days ago. He came home. Um, I guess they. I guess they felt bad for him being in the situation that he was in with his. Um, asthma and whatnot, so they let him come home free. Come home. He got a couple of months. He could be monitored, house arrest. He'd be in the house. He can't be trolling on social media and saying all this crazy stuff. He can't do that. So he has to basically walk a fine line while out here, and that will be a piece of cake for him. You know what I'm saying? Because he really wasn't a bad person anyway. He was just like a fucking Looney Tune. You know what I mean? Hanging out with some goons. That's all. He just got caught up. But um, a lot of people don't agree with him being free. I mean, he was going to be let go anyway in August. You know what I'm saying? There's tons of guys that should be um, looked at. Like, yo, consider. Just look at them. Just say, I think about it. But it's like they got their picks. You know what I'm saying? Money, Money plays a big part in it. 
know, money plays a major ro- major role in it with people coming because you just don't you just don't they just don't let you out of jail f- for nothing. They just don't let you free. You know, you finish the sentence and you come home, but they just don't let you free. But being as though dudes is, oh, we got this epidemic. I mean, if that's the case, you let all the other motherfuckers out that got asthma. You know what I'm saying? You let him out. Let everybody else out. You know what I mean? But um, they got their picks. Money plays a part in it. A lot of people are um, looking at it and they overthinking the situation like, oh, he shouldn't have came home. It's that and third. But you know what I mean? He got he his lawyer got him out. You know what I mean? His lawyer got him free. Like it's really nothing nobody can do about it. He's home now. He's sitting now. He's chilling. He made a couple of posts on Facebook. He said a few things on the um not Facebook, Instagram or something like that. He's talking all this weird shit, but you know that's him. He's going to say what he wants to say. He's going to try to piss people off and it's it is this is what it is. This is the life we live in now. This is the world we live in with. Certain people can say what they want. They can do this and they can do that. But um you know, shout out to everybody that should be coming home. Just be safe. Just be safe. As far as he goes, as far as he goes, um, who cares? Who cares? Who really cares? I mean, do you really care if this kid is home? Do you really care that he's free? Do you really care? Does it really matter? You know, does it really matter? I, I mean, I really don't even think it matters. I really don't think it matters. I think people should just, like, go on with their life and just let it go. You know, like, he's just who he is. You know what I mean? He's he's not, he's, it's, it's not... It's not like he did anything to affect the world. You know, he told on people that tried to kill him. Okay. What does that got to do with us? As far as life goes, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like as far as this world goes, they throw so many distractions at you. It's like, come on. Like, that's like small, small shit. We shouldn't even be worried about him. We give him five minutes of fame and that's it. But, like, we're not going to keep digging into his past. We know what he did and that's it. Who cares? You know what I mean? Shout out to everybody that's... um. In the music game, trying to recuperate, and I don't know what else to say about it, man. You know, that's what it is. You know, this is what it is. Um, albums to quarantine with. Since I've been in quarantine, since I've been in my house. I've been listening to, like, a lot of, like, when I'm outside in my little um, tent, you know, when I'm outside of my tent, I'm listening to, like, a lot of hip-hop, like, rap music, old school, not old school, old school, but um, mid-90s, early 2000s type shit. I listen to a lot of music, like, hip-hop. When I'm in a house, like, I'm cooking and stuff like that, I find myself listening to, like, more old school like stylistics Marvin Gaye Michael Jackson the Jackson 5 um, 
Frankie Beverly and um, just the list goes on like a bunch of artists from back in the days like I kind of keep it real simple with the music but when I'm with this quarantine thing really made me appreciate um errors of music different eras of music like it made me appreciate like the um certain genres you know because I never really listened to like I, 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 I since I've been in the house I, I haven't been listening to like a lot of um reggae and stuff like that but I'm a huge reggae fan and that's up that's on my playlist next but um you appreciate like the eras and the stuff that we came from in the um like the years like it makes you go down back in memory back in memory lane it makes you take a take a take a take a step back block parties stuff like that barbecues parties dollar parties um house parties um your childhood just standing outside like the music is like a timeline for your life like it's like a real big timeline for you. It plays out a part. It's like a soundtrack. You know, your life is like a movie. Your life is like a movie. And these, these some of this music that we listen to, it's like soundtracks to our life. Like Marvin Gaye. Like, can you just imagine, like, picture your parents Sunday Dancing to Marvin Gaye in the kitchen, mom's cooking Sunday dinner, and just vibing and just chilling, and you just sitting there playing with your toys or whatever, and you just observing and being a part. You're a part of the scene. You like, wow, oh snap! Look at moms. Look at look at dad. And this shit comes to you when you're a grown up. When you're a grown-up and you're in your own house and you have your own kids, you find yourself doing the stuff your parents used to do. Like cooking with the music loud. And just the aroma just floating through the house. You know what I'm saying? So when you quarantine, it's like, what are you quarantining to? What are you quarantining with? What type of vibe do you got? What type of... Are you listening to jazz music? Are you listening to gospel music? Kirk Franklin? Donnie Kirkland? Like, who are you really vibing to when you're in the house and you're just sitting down and you're chilling and you're just kicking it? And, um... You know, you're just, just waiting for this thing to expire. Waiting for this, waiting for this situation to expire. Because that's what we all doing. We're waiting for this thing to expire. So you don't want to just sit around in the house and just lay it up. You wanna be you wanna be vibing. You wanna be vibing, you wanna be on one, you wanna be chilling, you wanna that's why people are so in a hurry to go so frantic and stuff, they wanna go to the liquor store. They wanna hit the liquor store up, they wanna they wanna be in the house, they wanna be vibing. Want to be in a vibe. They want to be in a zone. You know what I mean? They want to. They want to. They want to get. They want to be chilling. You know, they don't just want to sit in the house and watch television. Like uh, it's just boring. Like it just don't. Some to some people, to each his own. You know, to each his own. 
listening to your shit song. Thank you for everybody that tuned in on um, Instagram Live. A couple of my boys checked in. Um, they watched. You know, they didn't say much, but they watched. I'm pretty sure they they um probably had a bad connection. They probably were doing something. Probably were at work. Um, but yeah, you know, the quarantine life is weird. We're not used to this. We're definitely not used to this. So it's like you got to ask people, like, what are you quarantining to? What are you quarantining with? How are you quarantining? Because this right here is going to be something that we're going to be talking about for a long time. We're never going to forget this. Even if you try, you can try to forget it. We're never going to forget this. This right here is something. This is like on some like 1950s and 60s type shit. This is different. We're never going to forget this. And like you got you got stores that are now talking about stopping selling all the clothing because people coming in the stores, they don't really don't want you in the store. They want you in the store buying important stuff. You know, I seen somebody in the store today. They were buying, they were looking at bathing suits. Like, what the fuck? Where you going? Where you swimming at? You're not swimming around here. You know, everything is closed. How you swimming? So, you know what I'm saying? You got people that's like buying non-essential items and it's, it's, it's making it, it's making it kind of tough to go outside. The people with common sense don't want to go out. We're like, no. I'm not, I'm not stepping out my house. Because it's a bunch of people out there that are doing what, whatever have you. And we don't want a part. We don't want no parts of it. We don't want no parts of it. You know, we don't want no parts of it. It's just not even cool. It's not even cool. Like, we've never been through anything like this before. But we're going through it now. So, meanwhile, while we're going through it now, we have to adjust. We have to figure it out. We have to find a way to get get over this. You know? I understand people have to go to work. People have to be places. People have lives to live. You know, you got a lot of people working from home. But while you can, if you can, stay in the house, it's very important to listen, to stay in the house. You know, we just have to listen, just have to stay in the house. Because it's not, it's not, this is really nothing to be playing with. Something very serious. It's very serious. It's real serious. Extra serious. You know, it's extra serious. It's like we have to take precautions. We have to realize what we're up against. You know, how we, um, how we put one foot forward. You know, how we, how we make moves. 
this shit right here changed the way we live forever. They altered the way we live forever. You know, like, we're going to be, for now on, we'll probably be, like, no more, like, social gatherings. Can you think about all the festivals that, that are going to be losing out on? Like, yo, no more Made in America. No, no, no outside bass, no outside, no Rucker Park, no Dykeman, no Gersh. You know what I mean? We gotta we gotta sit here and, uh, and, and realize that we 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 the times are gonna be different. We're not gonna be it's not it's not gonna be the same. Even if they say it's the is is even if they say like yo look, this is over, we're done. Beaches are open, amusement parks are open. People are still gonna be at those amusement parks. And they're gonna be like with one eye. Oh, well, they're gonna be like, no, I don't think I'm gonna do that. Don't get too close to him. He sneezed. Well, stay away from her, man. She looks like she's a little sick. You know, people are gonna be very judgmental. Like the compassion is gonna be out the window. It's gonna be that way. There's never gonna be no more compassion towards people. You might find one or two people that care and have some concern for one another, but for the most part, these people out here are going to be some ruthless motherfuckers. And it ain't right. It ain't right. It ain't right. But we're going to go on to a lighter note. Podcasters. we talking podcasters. You know, we talking podcasters. Like all these like all these dudes using their platform. All these dudes using their platform the right way. Do you feel how do you feel about the podcasters today and where where they going with it? Like you know, is it is it like is it is it entertaining? You know, because I understand, I see it, I get it. I get it. You got a lot of guys that, you know, they they interview like hip hop rap, hip hop stars, old hip hop stars. They tell their story, you know what I'm saying? They they say what they say, and you then you got like dudes that interview like old drug dealers, and that might be entertaining to some people, man. Some people might like that. You got battle rappers that talk that shit, and you know what I mean. You got basketball players that are talking like the older basketball talk. You know, you got these. Uh, uh, it's podcasting. Everybody has one now. Everybody has one, but let me. My question is: like, are these podcasters like? Are some of them reaching? Are some of them reaching? You know what I'm saying? Or is it too much going on? You know, like, you got guys, like, trying to dig up dirt on other guys. And, like, this. And they saying that. And they doing this. And it's just, like, is it necessary? Is it entertaining, even? You know, when you think about it, it's like, it's like, come on, dog. Like, 
Wake up and smell the coffee, man. Like, you dudes are not really gaining nothing from bashing other people. And all these guys, like, I see, like, tons of podcasters. Like, these dudes are, like, they run this street shit down to the fucking dirt. They want to let you know that they from here, they from there, they here, they with it. And they handling their business and they talk that shit and they do this and they do that. And um, it's like, come on, dog. Like, that shit get tiring after a while. That shit get tiring after a while. Interviewing these same dudes that all got the same story. They all got the same story. Either they got these heroic jail stories or they got these drug dealer stories. Or they got these old ass motherfucking stories about how they used to be getting it in the street and doing this and that and third. Like, that shit get tiring. But, but people like it. People like it. And you got to think about the people that like it. You got to look at the people and you got to be like, wow, really? That's what you into? You know what I'm saying? Like, and there's no hate towards nobody. No, no, this is not hating towards no podcasters. Because if I say what I want to say about a podcaster, it is what it is. Like I'm saying, I'm I'm saying what I how I feel. But I'm not gonna hate on nobody. You know what I mean? Even though I talked shit about Nori last night on my last podcast, but that's because Nor. Sometimes Nori is nerve wracking. He's he's basically like I said, he's generic and corny. He's not. N-O-R-E, stand for now we on the run eating Nori. He's this weird-ass acting Nori. You know what I'm saying? He's goofy as shit, like that shit corny. You know what I'm saying? And I know it's, I know it's not even him that's making him act like that. That's, that's, the, that's the machine behind him. That's the machine behind him making him act like that. You know what I'm saying? Whoever's pushing his brand got him acting like a straight weirdo. But that's besides the point, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the podcasters out here. I'm just like, you know, sometimes it's just like, damn, like, what the fuck are you dudes even trying to accomplish by getting on the fucking YouTube? You got to fucking thousand people that subscribe to your shit yeah okay you talk shit you say stuff you interview all these old ass dudes like you know what I'm saying the shit just be dry and corny the shit just be dry and corny dog like the NBA players okay I get it y'all motherfuckers is cool as shit I like I like the basketball talk podcasting about that. You know, you got all types of podcasts out there. You don't only have these dudes doing podcasts. But this is the lane I'm talking about. This is the lane I'm talking about here. This is the lane I'm talking about here. You want to be something with your podcast. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking like, I'm, I'm when I'm listening to some of these dudes the first three minutes is like, uh, like, who's gonna fund you anything by the way you act like 
You know what I'm saying? You got guys like, you know what I mean? You got, you got, I don't even want to name no names because I don't want this to ever leak. I don't want this to ever get big to the point where dudes get mad at me. Because you never know where your life can go in a matter of 60 days. You never know what can happen. Like, shit changes. Shit happens. But my thing is, like, be responsible with your shit. Be responsible with your shit. And um, you got to hold yourself accountable. If you're doing some stuff, if you're saying some stuff on, online and um, you're interviewing all these guys and you trying to make a name for yourself, you basically, like, trying to, like, clout chase. You just got to understand what you're doing. You just got to understand what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? These dudes is like, really, like, like, last night I said, like, these guys are like, reject Brian Gumbles. All these dudes want to be like Brian Gumble or some shit. Or Pat Summerall or whatever. They like, who the fuck these dudes be thinking they are? You know, like, you know, like, and they, and they steady shit. And it's, it's all young black men behind the camera and they talk about each other they shit on each other they clown each other and they get on there and they talk about yeah well I don't fuck with such and such bull you know what I'm saying it's just I'm snatching Yana and all this shit it's like dog like you you a clown for even trying to like trying to be seen talking like that like let's be let's be real. Like let's make sense. Let's make sense out of this shit. Let's make sense out of this whole shit right here that we doing. This podcasting. Let's make sense out of it. Because a year from now, nobody gonna like. Nobody gonna listen to y'all, motherfuckers. Nobody chasing. Nobody running down on y'all. Nobody running down on y'all saying, "Yo, we need you to do this." You know, they're going to listen to your shit. They're going to be like, oh, he had a bunch. He affiliated with him. He talking to this dude. He interviewing this dude about that shit that happened back in the days. Like, motherfuckers coming home. You talking to these dudes. And it's just, sometimes it just sounds generic. It sounds corny, watered down. It's like, please. Find a better, another narrative. Find another narrative. Find another narrative when it comes to this podcast and shit. Because um it's just like it's just like run down. Like the shit these dudes be talking be be really corny. Really corny. You know what I'm saying? Why 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 would another dude what why would another dude what another dude does, why does it concern you to the point where you want to get on your podcast and shit on them? You know, you got these dudes running around here, like, with the, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they doing things, they selling things on the podcast. 
You know, it's like podcasting is the new fight club now. Like I said last night, I said this last night. You got all these guys doing these podcasts, and it's like they're trying to figure out who's the toughest podcaster. It's almost like battle rap. It's almost like battle rap. Who got the hottest bars? Like these podcasters are really trying to outdo each other. Saying the most dumbest shit. Saying the most dumbest shit. Thanks everybody for tuning in, man. It's New Wave Podcast, New Wave Radio. You know what I'm saying? We back at it tomorrow. We're going to see what the world has to offer us tomorrow. We're going to see what we can talk about. We're going to see what's going on. Um, hopefully they got an answer for this coronavirus. Um, hopefully the, the line flattens. Um, we're going to see. We're going to see what happens. Um, we're going to leave it all up to God. We're going to understand um, that we just got to leave it up to him. Um, we we in no shape, form. In no shape, form, or fashion can we change this unless we all on the same accord. We got to stay inside. We got to continue doing what we're doing. We got to reflect on our families and just take this time to just be thankful, man. Like, take the good with the bad. You know what I mean? That's all we can do. Um, It's New Wave Radio, New Wave Podcast, man. We out of here. Holla at me.